Hello, everybody, and welcome to the No Cash, No Code podcast, Game Week 4. I am the co-collaborator, uh, shall we say, Jeff Brown here. Um, alongside me, our commissioner and founder, Andre. How are you doing? I'm great, mate. I'm great. Although, slightly embarrassing. You call me the founder, the commissioner, and I've made a rookie mistake. Yesterday, when we were trying to get our time set for this podcast, mm-hmm. I was texting you and I kind of stopped halfway through because my phone died. My phone died about an hour before the deadline. Uh, so I've actually missed the deadline. For... Oh, wow. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I have Lanzini, my transfer of the week, sitting third on my bench. And I have a Sterling captain, which we're going to get to, but that was not my intention. So not a great week for me. How are you looking? Wow. Wow. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still licking my wounds a little bit from uh, sliding 13 places down the league uh, last time out. I, you know what? <laughs> It's one of those weeks that you can't even, or at least I couldn't clearly, factor in for, for some of these results and some of the blanks and some of these low scores. I'm like, what's going on? You guys are supposed to be big hitters. But on the flip side of all of that, my Liverpool team carries on winning. So <laughs> I can't That's complain your own one punishment. way or another. I can't complain. I can't complain. All right, listen, let's kick this off then. Um, start with a big one. Manager of the month. Well, How did it all shake out? You say you can't predict uh, the big hitters and the losers. Three or four guys in our league can. They're doing really well for themselves. So we had an early leader who slipped down to fourth place. So they were in contention in the end for manager of the month. We ended up with three people, three points apart, as in one point, two point, three point. That was literally the difference at the top of the league. It went into the final day. We had all three of them, Captain uh, Sterling. Sterling, who had no shots in that game, so the captain was not going to be the differential. So here we go. Nevin, who had stolen first place for the week to go, he fell away at the last moment with 46. Jamie Cork. Corky wants it this year. He went to the wild card. He got a massive 68 points. He was trying to sneak it at the end. Uh, he brought in Abraham and KDB. They got 26 points between them alone. Uh, so he was looking very, very strong for it. But... The champ is here, Tom Kane. Winner last year. I mean, he can't even have spent the money yet, right? So he won the title last day of the season last year. He's won the first prize this week. Uh, 58 points. He wins it by one point. He also took no chances, pulled out the wild card to guarantee himself the W. So he survived a Laporte zero in his team. 58 was enough. Uh, well done to him. So, yeah, the pace is being set. We haven't had a wire-to-wire. We've had a close wire-to-wire before. Stephen Hill in his... First ever championship. Uh, he had a near miss as well as a wire to wire, but yeah, Stevens first. I think he took over month two, month three. Uh, so yeah, for the champion to do it straight away, that is quite frightening. Yeah, anyway, over to you, start. mate. Who picked what? Who did well for picking up those differentials, those randoms, those players who did very well for the pick of the week? Well, you've already mentioned um, one of the picks that has hurt a lot of people, which is Captain Sterling. Um, he he is he is by far and away the correlation between the the anti pick of the week the 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 one that's that's really you're kind of putting a ton of money onto somebody who's not returning on the flip side of that i looked at you know how i like to look at these random ownership stats well there's one yep game week four we had a player who used to be a very trendy pick uh, not so long ago only one manager selected him now he didn't pick him as captain but one manager picked him 
And that boosted the overall score of this manager um, to a point where they jumped 13 places in game week four, Ali Maxwell Oy. and Richarlison. Now, this is despite... <laughs> this is despite Captain Carl Walker uh, stinking the joint out. Richarlison saved the day. He's the only, the only manager in the league to go with Richarlison in game week four. And sure Ali. enough, yeah, that is that is the kind of retro, trendy pick. You know, was a hipster not so long ago. Was a hipster's choice not that far ago. Now, now we look at Richarlison like, yeah, he's a he's old hat. But who knows? This this might be the start of something big for him. This is Ali, though. So my data is obviously a little bit longer than yours, but Ali is the hipster's choice, even this season. So he's got two pick of the weeks now. That's Richarlison. Yep. I take it he won it, right? He, he Absolutely. The title Absolutely. So he wins it with Richarlison. He won it with uh, Danny Sesk Santicarzola. He was the only person who had him for the two-assist debut. Uh, he's, he likes a left-field pick. He always is a, a little bit ahead and, and often behind uh, on that basis. <laughs> Right. There's well, there's a strong platform to work to work from here for him. I think it, you know jumping 13 places. He's now in amongst it. How, can he now build on this? You know going into going into game week five. Um, but, but more importantly, team of the week. You know it's all well and good having one pick. Who's your team of the week this week? So I've got a, a slight umbrage with you. I think on this one. Um, you said something on the other podcast, and I think I have a different opinion to you. But I'm just going to check. What do you think when you see points on the bench? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I think it's a good thing. You got a strong squad. Good. Okay, that is the right answer. Uh, <laughs> this week, the team of the week has zero points on the bench, which I mean, it means he picked the right guys. He started the right yeah, eleven, true. but there's no depth. There's no. There's no telling you the round. So this gentleman, just the one transfer. No points on the bench, scored a massive 84, even with minus one dunk in the back. Uh, this mm. is a guy who zigs when other people zag. It is George Johnson. When, yes, as you George. mentioned, 66% of the league, Captain Sterling. Stats provided by Jeff Brown. And yet he decided to go with Vardy, one of only two people. Shout out Will Brooks. One of only two people to Captain Vardy. So we got 32 massive points there. And so that took him to, yeah, highest score of the week, 84. You're always going to get team of the week if you've got the highest score by that distance with some random players in. I'm happy for George, but I'm a little bit sad as well. As we know, George is the guy we're all hoping gets his first cash prize. And to put in that big, big score in the last week of a manager of the month rather than the first week of the next i, I would have been better i would love to be saying he's leading the race but obviously that that week has only just begun so yeah george congratulations on team of the week i'm sorry you're not gonna be able to monetize that one anytime soon um I what, what uh, I, so i mentioned earlier sorry to cut you there but i mentioned earlier um that we had a couple of people with uh, the wild cards early so we had jamie yes. Cork, we had uh, last week you mentioned the firing of the board and the transfer committee that was um, to, to, to do this early. We're now in a period of time where most people start getting itchy and having those wild cards. So I'm not going to focus on that chip this week. Stephen Hill, Aaron, Luke Danes, they all pulled theirs, but a wild card is a long-term fix. When you're picking your triple captain, that's a mm. short-term fix. Um, we had a hurricane last week with Ade and uh, an unfortunate um, uh, choice of a triple captain in a Newcastle game where he blanked. You mentioned last time round, but for those who didn't hear, the triple captain has become a bit of a new chip. 
Uh, it used to be safe for those double game weeks, but with the uh, Guardiola rotation and the various guys who sit down when you expect them to play, it's become vogue to pick the fixture where you think, well, there will be goals. That happened again last week. Uh, to, to cast your mind back, I know last week is actually a couple of weeks ago, thanks to the Interlull, Man City versus Brighton. There will be uh, goals. Yeah. Definitely. Man City at Definitely. home. Uh, reminded those that remember, 4-0. That's a kicking. That is exactly what you want. That's the game you're picking for triple captain. Johnny and Adam both called it early, knew that was the game, knew that would be the score line. Both put out a triple captain, both put it on Sterling. Seems old hat now, because uh, this is two weeks in a row. But yes, Sterling with the blank. So that's his nine points for your triple captain. That is going to sting. And that is the, that's got to hurt uh, for last week. But they were not the only people to pull out a random chip. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Talk to me. Talk <laughs> I to me. <laughs> he has been in every podcast so far. He is not in relegation. Colin Dash with the three hits. With oh, the three hits already. <laughs> yes. He scored seven for the fences. He, I mean, he does not want to be in that bottom three. He's 22 right now. He's pulled out the... He has now done triple captain, Harry Kane. He's done uh, the free hit. He's currently sitting on wild card for this week because obviously we're recording this a little bit late. I mean, he is going for it. But what I really love about his free hit is two heartfold. One, he got the points, 76. Two, he's gone with his heart. He's got two West Ham players in there <laughs> and he's got a family friend who happens to play right back for Arsenal. He, he didn't want them full time, just wanted, <laughs> just wanted to one <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I like you, but not that much. Not right, that much. Because <laughs> <laughs> his wild cards and his team don't look similar, but fair play to you, mate. That's a good use of a chip. 76 for your free hit. Well done. Love the fact you're swinging for the fences. Um, that that's it from my side. Have you got anything that else to say there, mate? I think there's, you know, for me, game week four is all about the chips. I think total, you just mentioned there, just making some notes, eight chips used in used all around um chip managers didn't really average you know didn't really trouble the scorers so if you look at the wild cards uh 50 54 points was the return from those managers who wild carded 45 the average? The average across the wild cards interesting because uh, i think the national average was 52 or something anyway no the world yeah. average was 57 i've just said i have the stats because of you the world average is 57 so the average wild carder did not beat the world average yeah, it, it's really kind of a tough one because I must admit, full disclosure, I was really close to pulling the wild card last week. and I, Partly because I was like, couldn't make a decision, partly because there weren't enough transfers. And I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like on a wild card week, I should make at least 10 transfers. But I, I set out my wild card. <laughs> and there only four I think transfers. that explains where you sit in the table more than actually the wild card strategy. <laughs> like, but then you've, got, then you've got managers like Noel Marshall who are just more than willing to to go to go and just make transfers and they don't care. He, don't, he just genuinely doesn't care. He took a 12-point hit in game week four. 12 points. I mean, for those who haven't met Noel, he is a very calm, demure man. He is uh, class personified. But when it comes to football, he is a very passionate, very reactionary. <laughs> the name has changed three times. I think after game week one, it was uh, uh, Frank's uh, top, uh, <laughs> Frank's bottom six army or something along those lines. Like he, 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 he can lose his temper and he sits next to Yanis. So between the two of them, they're just going to spiral. It explains a lot. It explains a lot. 
I think it was. Uh, I I need to at some point just just do it. I just I just I just can't. It feels like a waste of a chip to spend a whole wild card and make three transfers. But I like I the other guys too. Entire week looking at what my wild card team would have been and being annoyed with myself. So well, I, I, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a in a funk as I had told you at the start of this podcast. So yeah, mine's mine's close. Mm. But anyway, enough about our teams. Um, yes, uh, a bit of any I other business. Yes, oh, sorry, I have first. one last piece of business. It's on current ownership stats and just some trends that I'm starting to pull out of. So this is the um, across all the managers in the league, um, who owns who and who owns who the most. Um, we're starting to see some slips in some of the summer summer signings, the big marquee signings this summer. So Kane and Virgil are slipping fast down the ownership wow. rankings. Um, now, partly because of, I think, I think, Liverpool are conceding every single week they step out on the field. Um, they, might, they might be missing a world-class goalkeeper, but we'll, you know, we'll gloss over that. Um, but also, people like the very, very trendy, or is, is he still trendy if everybody owns him? Is that now no. just, you know, old news, Cantwell? Um, he's now number 11 in, in ownership rankings across the league. So more people you've got a Norwich that. midfielder under 8 million, that still might count as, as trendy. And I, I watch yeah. this kid every week thinking, why is he not in my team? <laughs> Maybe you're the, you're the one who's going to push him into the top 10 ownership. But no, that's it from me. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to pondering about what trip to use next and looking forward to seeing um, Colin's next move. Well, I am going to sit behind, hide behind the sofa because obviously my team is playing a couple of hours time and then probably rip my entire team apart with your aforementioned 10 transfers. Anyway, great there talking, mate. As always. Um, uh, last bit of business. I am aware, we are aware there's been some technical issues. So we're going to look some, for some other ways of getting this information out to you. Please do give us feedback. Let us know if the podcast is working or if there's a better way you can think of us getting this uh, podcast out to you. Thanks, everyone. Speak to you soon, Jeff. Talk soon, Drake.